This week, we gather in the cantina to discuss the newly announced Mandalorian and Grogu film, as well as teaser art for Ahsoka Season 2. After analyzing Disney's release strategy and their choice to turn Season 4 of The Mandalorian into a feature-length film, we chat about possible reasons for why the story of this dynamic duo calls for a move to the big screen. Stick around until the end to hear our thoughts about Ahsoka's journey thus far in the cancelled First Jedi film from Game of Thrones showrunners David Benioff and D.B. Weiss. Let's go! Soaking in the rays on a Delphi yeah. station, Chadrian rum flowing. Uh, we're gathered again to talk the stars, the, the wars and the stars far, far away. Um, this week, we're talking about what's next in Star Wars live action shows and movies, uh, the slate, what's ahead, and the kind of unexpected announcements we got this week. Uh, I know, big news. Yeah. Big news this week. Yeah, can, I, yeah. can I derail us immediately? Sure. So... Rogue One ends uh, with the Tanti 4 blasting off into hyperspace. Am I correct? A spoiler alert, but yes. Yeah, uh, correct. So I'm sure there is something in the media that I'm forgetting here, but I was just thinking about this because I don't know why I was, I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw that last moment. Um, how did the Imperials know they were in, by Tatooine since you can't track things through hyperspace? Well, we have to assume they did somehow. Or I don't even. Okay. Yeah, I guess they did hit uh, hyperspace, but um, yeah, they they tracked them down. So they're they're on the run, and there's some way that, yeah, somehow well, they scrubbed their chain the code, star, and then the it was entered into their Navi computer tracking I mean, data, and I, you know, like they were able to find them after the jump. All right. Uh, okay. I I don't I don't want to I don't want to do the whole thing like you know I don't want I don't want to invoke the last Jedi but that's the entire plot of that film so just saying <laughs> yeah. just saying yeah okay. but there's also like uh they, he really underlines that Tatooine is sort of an outer rim world that you can go to to sort of escape the action mm-hmm. the maybe just guess yeah <laughs> yeah good thankful you know or I don't know maybe you could have a uh, you could have that Vader had his little force sense because he was tracking, unbeknownst to himself, his yeah, daughter. And that, right. So he just had a feeling that's where the, the rebels yeah. were. Who knows? Sure. Just saying, just watch it. I'm like, there's a seamless because you always talk about like the seamlessness between that and episode four. And I'm like, well, there is something missing between those two movies. But the thread. So what the thing oh. is, we need another movie. <laughs> the flight of oh the Tandy. Where did that come from, Adam? Just randomly? Just. Just randomly popped in my brain. I was just like, wait a minute. <laughs> This is what I do. Probably taking a shower. Usually random thoughts. I'm going to have to rewatch Rogue One because I uh, to see if there's actually a canon reason that was explained why they would. uh, That's it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Um, That that is all. all. We can go back. Well, right now, back to the news. (laughs) Um, 
the the first thing obviously that that hit like a ton of bricks is that uh there is going to be a movie that goes into production immediately um called the mandalorian and grogu um yeah and um what were you guys first thoughts when you heard that i mean i've been we Hmm. i think we heard uh we we heard announcements about this a while back Uh, i think maybe kathleen kennedy or someone at lucasfilm or maybe it was just rumors i i i thought someone you know high up had said something about the 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 show ultimately sort of like uh ending with a a film sort of uh, culminating in one feature-length film at the end so i I thought we had heard that yeah i mean the weird thing is yeah and everything was that was supposed to be Filoni's film which is still yeah, this is on the slate. yeah like, Filoni's film that's is the still, that's still there. the interesting yeah. thing is that uh Filoni's film is not this this is essentially Favreau's film it's Favreau's and Fil- like Filoni's I'm sure gonna help him out with it as he's helped him with everything yeah, co-writing. co-writing with everything yeah. but this yeah. is Favreau's film um yeah. which is a random one that popped up um the accompanying news that sort of piqued my interest was that season four was fully written before they decided to pivot to mm-hmm. go to a a feature film yeah and there's some thoughts that um the the film might be different there we might get the film and then season four like a standalone kind of between so i i I mean what's really interesting is i i have so many like thoughts about why this could have happened I, i i think we are seeing not to get like too behind the scenes we're seeing the limits of streaming services and running up on the on the dollars of streaming services and the the financial pyramid is starting to collapse amongst yeah. a lot of them to the point where we're just gonna have cable again in five years yeah there, there um, became too but, many well they're still they're still borrowing and and it's it's they're still you know uh pushing forward in their initiatives to sort of build their libraries yeah. but yeah, it's it's not paying off. the The contracts uh, are are done differently now, and it's just getting the, worse and worse. Yeah. And it's yeah. And the, the the math I always have in my head is: Are you going to gain more subscribers to Disney Plus by doing a season four of The Mandalorian, or are you going to lose more than it would cost in people's canceling their subscription if you don't have a Mandalorian season four because that's the weird math that they have to do probably you're not going to lose much of anyone you're going to keep everyone and then you get to get them again because they have to pay for seats at a movie theater right like that's the math which makes sense however the less cynical let me just say the lesson because I always feel like I'm the cynical guy who always talks about the business in dollars and cents there is something beautiful about the fact that like the end of Mandalorian season three I love is like a clean ending like we know the story could go on but they're like retired they're taking their what if, what if I bet right, bet right so now, could, Adam, that yeah. they'll do New Republic shows yeah. indefinitely like NCIS or like any sort of other network putting together a sort of drama, you know, a serialized drama. Because I feel like the New Republic, it's so fertile. You already you're bringing Ezra back. You have Sabine. Yeah. I mean, these could spin off into fantastic shows that I would just keep watching and watching. And if they're if Andor sort of brings this new level of polish to all the projects that come out, I mean those characters are fantastic yep. um every every character that feloni is sort need... of planting really yeah. grant you, you would be okay with ncis new republic that would be that would be fine with you uh <laughs> well like high I just, okay all right. as long as we're speaking yeah, the same actually, language I actually i really do want that in a, in a lot of ways <laughs> because i feel like 
you have a lot of time to spend just exploring, you know, the bureaucracy of the, of the new Republic. And they, they do that a lot in the Mandalorian, yeah. but it doesn't quite fit the Mandalorian. So when they launched this show and you thought it was gonna be about a gritty bounty hunter and then he, you know, uh, finds the child and, uh, uh, it turns into a sort of lone wolf and cub, uh, uh traveling, you know, gunslinger, yeah. uh, type, yeah. um, yeah, and I would argue that the name of this movie, Mandalorian and Grogu, is a play on Lone Wolf and Cub. Um, right, yeah. Yeah. So I will say, Ben, do not expect that title to stick. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I I would say that, but this also reminds me of, like, this is going to be a reference that I don't know. It's so old. Not old. It's the 90s. But, like, I think between season four and five of the X-Files or five and six. Five and six. I haven't done my X-Files rewatch in a while. They have a standalone movie right between them. Where it was this, it, it was a juggernaut of a show, and in the summer they did did a movie. The movie was again standalone. They built a little bit off of it in the in the season when they came back, but it was one of those like you could come into that movie somewhat clean of the X Files, right? And I think they're going to do something similar. So this idea that they could just take the script for season four and still do a season four, just postpone it, right? Just do the standalone. Here's what gets them back in the action. They have this one major like major thing to do that's just a standalone movie and they kind of come back to fill out the plot for season yeah four. they could I mean, definitely do that i'm a more yeah. guy so i'm rooting for that but i mean my first thought was kind of mixed emotions about this because i i mean allegedly disney's losing money but i'm looking at um subscribers right now and they are number they're the number three most popular streaming service behind netflix and amazon uh with 150 million subscribers uh there there's more subscribers than there is max yes. which is hbo which that you know they've uh yeah 50 yeah. million more um you know max only has 95 you know so i i i've been reading but... that they've been like trying to maybe aggregate peacock and some of these other like little ones that have sprung up um with the networks just feel like they have to play in the space but they've kind of diluted and ruined it for everyone um they, I think that's going to happen. I think they ha- which is, by the way, the exact same way yeah. that cable happened 30, right. 40 years. We're just getting cable yeah. again. It's just going to happen. But, um, but it, I mean, they have to because as much as they're number three, Amazon you can't count because Amazon is a completely different beast because it does not make its money on its shows. It's make its, it's makes its money on right. selling toilet paper. And like so, you get an automatic like, subscription. This is like a drop in the bucket. A, you know, if you're a right prime, prime user. So yeah. yeah, I don't know how they count that. Um, and then it's like 250 yeah, million. For- and, and- yeah, Apple and Amazon are sort of exceptions in that they have their own ecosystems yeah. that are separate from, yeah. I mean, you know, the, uh, but, commercial yeah. television. Ben, and- the, the only reason the the Expanse finished out is because Jeff Bezos, a single human being, loved the Expanse and wanted to save it. It made yeah. them no money. They lost a ton of money on it, but they oh they have so much money, or he has so much money. Like he basically greenlit extra seasons of that <laughs> because, because he wanted, he to, wanted to see it. Like or that's how film. wild yeah. Amazon is. And, and then you have something like you can talk about HBO Max and stuff, but like Disney, the a number of original shows and the amount of money they're putting into the original shows is nothing compared to what like Max has like maybe one or two high quality shows a year that they put like. 10 million like millions of dollars in the episodes disney is doing so many of these things it's wild like they are hemorrhaging and their year at the box office 
was dismal. And I'm not like I'm not decrying Disney and wishing them dead, but like they had yeah. the worst, like one of the worst years in box office history. It was right, which is kind of wild that they want to then double down on box on like making more feature films. I mean, I, maybe they're hoping uh, that Star yeah. Wars can drag you know Disney consumers back to the. The theaters. I mean, we know. Remember when I went to that Ahsoka showing and I couldn't get in because it was too mm-hmm. popular. Um, that seemed like a that seemed like a, some sort of <laughs> test, you know, to see well what happens if we throw one right. of these things in a film. You know, will people go? And the answer is, yeah. of course, yes. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't want to get too in the yeah. weeds on the business side of this. The the point was that like I didn't, no. you know, I would be kind of bummed if I didn't get my full eight episodes at let's say thirty five minutes each you know, of worth of Mandalorian in season four, um, in lieu for maybe a two hour, um, you know, a two hour, two and a half hour, maybe, um, feature film. I mean, the, my thought was that like, you know, it could have a better budget. Right. So, you know, it, I mean, it would be a tighter story, which that's not the worst thing in the world, but I didn't feel like there was excess really, in any of the this stuff, except for maybe the side plot with that that doctor right. last season, you know, with the cloner, right? Yeah, so that's which, that's what I'd like. Which to also one of my right. favorite episodes yeah. of this, season. which is <laughs> so. What do we think this movie is going to be about? Given that we do have some evidence as uh, as to what could be foreshadowed for the film in the show, in in the threads we're talking about here, which is the scientist, the cloning, the 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 cloning project as it relates to Grogu. Uh, the Shadow Council mem- uh, mentions of more cloning. Um, we also have the Mandalorians, and the what's interesting to me is it's called Mandalorian Grogu, but it, we have Thrawn returning to the galaxy. Almost all the pieces are on the board for Heir to the Empire, and Heir to the Empire is a great title given that we have the mantle of Mandalore maybe to, to pass on to someone yeah. as well as maybe a prospective heir to the you know the Empire that was you know Palpatine's evil you know galactic empire and so we it's it just it it could be a nice fun redressing of all of that but man, yeah. but man, maybe mandalorian and grogu is just a more intimate sort of personal story about their relationship uh maybe being in jeopardy again one of them um i don't know maybe the stakes being pretty high maybe one of them being in danger so we'll see yeah maybe i i, I will say like the the last thing that happened in Mandalorian that set the internet on fire was the end of season two of the Mandalorian. Yeah. Right. right. That, like, and that's not any, any dig on, I really liked, I liked season three because my complaint about season two of the Mandalorian is like, there's too many of those moments of just like guest stars and like shocking moments of just like to try to win it. But like the thing that won the internet was Luke Skywalker showing up to take, yeah. right. Is Luke Skywalker showing up. Yeah. So I'm wondering is as much as it's going to be Grogu, like Mando and Grogu, I, there's part of me that wonders knowing Disney's yeah. loves to do de-aging and you have all these people. If you don't get quite a big, uh, Luke moment in this or a Luke Mando team up. At yeah, some it point. just seems like those notes have all been played. It's like, they've already solved whether, Grogu wants to be a Mandalorian or a Jedi. They did the, the huge reveal, yep. and that was a vehicle for the huge reveal for Luke. Mm-hmm. They've revealed the cloning. Yep. They've sort of um, Mandalorian has adopted Grogu. They've escaped the guild. They've reestablished Mandalore. They've started their clan, clan didn't clan, yeah. right? Or, I mean, yeah. is it is it them assembling more people in their clan? I mean, I. I, I 
I feel like maybe it's like I think it's it's either pushing the story forward and they're like because they're allegedly going to do some freelancing for the New Republic. Um, and that could go a lot of different mm-hmm. ways, actually. That could go back towards Thrawn. So you could go right back into this and push the whole, you know, Mandoverse thing forward with Ahsoka. Or, I mean, maybe it's the I mean, the the New Republic has a lot of battles to fight. You know, they could they could be another offshoot. Yeah. There could be a, another surviving Jedi that tries to seduce, you know, uh, Grogu to the dark side, like, or try, wants to train him, mm. or you know, maybe there's a more of that call mm-hmm. um, to the Jedi side of it. Um, they could just do Mando matters and like, you know, help the rebuild there. You could do a war. You could do a war of the bounty hunters yeah. like who talked about the fact that you don't have you haven't seen the big bounty hunters in like in this like the the the, the five that you see like part of me is like thinking about that like, would what be such a do? fun movie yeah. honestly yeah. that's to me that's almost like a yeah like, like a, what a, if like what if the story is that is that the cloners have put out like have hired the guild mm. like have hired all these members of the guild to stick grogu and it's just a Bat, it's just a it's like 90 minute, yeah. minute movie of just like everyone's <laughs> right. coming after because it's like, but what does yeah. the shadow council know because like the shadow council didn't really know that that um got moff gideon had that cloning project though they had they suspected it right um you know there's pelion yeah there's a couple other warlords yeah i think pelion and thrawn are the or what were are who are yeah. being set up in the I mandate mean, really that's kind of what it I mean, looks like it could be personally. revenge by some of the warlords for killing moff gideon like but it seems to me like they're yeah. in such a hiding mode that if they lose one arm they're not going to reveal the other ones um necessarily just yeah. for for petty revenge you're right it would be most likely I, that they would hire I, bounty hunters to kill them actually like and i feel like when you talk about the if you talk about the the bounty hunters from the executor like those are those don't seem like like when you talk about like Forlom and IG-88, I mean, I guess you look at what we see in the comics, but they don't seem all that like, but be- be- you know, like, like focused on the rules, yeah. right? Like they seem like they're very much for hire. It doesn't matter about pucks and who's, who's hiring them. Like they're not, they don't seem to be like they're stopping on whatever it's called to talk to, uh, why am I forgetting everything that happened in, in the Mandalorian? You mean, it's just like, they're not, you know, they they they'll just do the yeah. job for the, for the glory, right? Yeah, well, and those are also people who are privately contacted by Vader, I think, or it seems like, right? Or at least they have, like, or at least it seems like the Empire or the Remnant might have their private numbers, right? They don't have to even go through the yeah, guild. True. Um, yeah, there's, a, like, a separate sort of bounty network called the Imperial Data Corps, I think, in the old source books. Mm-hmm. And it's like the Empire has their own bounty, you know, uh, exchange, and it... it I wonder if there's like one, you know, on the the dark side of the hollow net or something, yeah. you know, like yeah. <laughs> still the Imperial data core is still out there. Yeah, uh, that'd be wild. That'd be That's a great call. That'd be kind of fun to do. But I, I don't I, know. I, I don't even know what Man- Mando has to do with Thrawn, except unless he just gets tied into it or unless I mean, I, Ezra's in the galaxy now. He would be an interesting person to get involved. Yes, I think I think Ezra needs to meet Mando. I think there needs to be some overarching connection that tethers Mando and Grogu to the the saga films in yeah. a major way. It basically is like maybe Grogu's tissue is harvested, and that's what makes a Snoke possible yeah. or something. You know, yeah. like, it, I don't know. Like maybe the, to me, that's like 
I hope there's something that amounts to, you know, uh, to something in the sort of calc- in the sort of birth of certain characters that we uh, we see in the yeah. sequels or yeah. you know, stuff like that. Yeah, I'm hoping there's some active yeah. tissue major. I think I think they'll. I mean, Star Wars. I think they'll definitely do something like that. I I think. I would my prediction would be zero Thrawn, zero Ezra. I, I think I think they're leaving that over for Filoni to take care of. I also think there's probably a bit of a mandate coming down that's just like this needs to be very standalone. Uh, we don't want people to have yeah, to feel like they need to point. do homework, which is to watch Boba Fett or Ahsoka. I feel like I I I saw the Marvels. I love the Marvels. Uh, uh, there were and and having watched all of the shows uh, and my wife watching all the shows. There are moments where I had to be like, we had to have a conversation of, oh, that's this person from this. I forgot that happened yeah. two and a half years ago. Right. Like, well, I, I feel like it, it felt a little too interconnected at times. And I think they're they're going to want to, like, pull back from that a little bit. That's that's a good point. Maybe this maybe this doesn't have to be connected to anything and be a sort of insulated story, because um, we've also talked about the idea that maybe the Mando and Grogu story never ends. It's sort of the the, the ultimate serialized, dream. you know, wandering sword swordsman. And it's sort of like we imagine that there will be a walking off into the sunset moment, right? What better than a feature film to sort of end with that moment? And then, you know, we wait a very long time until we get Mando and Grogu stuff again, or we basically do that in ancillary medium mediums like comics or, you know, something else. Personally. And I think we talked about this last week. I'm just like, I, or I've talked about it before. I just don't want Avengers star Wars. Like I, I don't. I, we're calling it the Mandoverse, and every time I say that, I like my skin crawls a little bit. <laughs> no, yeah. thank you. This is huge. This is the most important yeah. comment tonight. Yeah, Keep I going. mean, because I, yeah, I think all it. these yeah. stories yeah. need to stand apart. It, otherwise, it's just going to make the galaxy seem too small. Like there's no, there's no reason for Boba Fett to join them. There's no reason for you know for uh, the Mandalorian to fight Thrawn. Unless, you know, he corrupted, it was really Thrawn's, you know, uh, cloning program or something. And now there's another one. Like, there's like no, there's no need to do that. And I don't want to be like, and now, and oh my God, who is it? It's Boba Fett. He just showed up. You know, like, I don't, I don't want that scene to happen. That's not going to make me happy. That's just going to make it, it, I don't know. No matter how well they write it. I would be very happy. Yeah, I'm 100% with you. I'd be very happy this entire movie, the only two returning characters are the Mandalorian yeah. and Grogu, meaning from like all the shows. Yeah. And, and, and I'm I like really thinking shows, more of like Filoni's movie yeah. than this one, yeah. you know, but so I'm just like, I don't know that. Oh, well, I have bad news for you. That's exactly what I don't th- No, everyone <laughs> just started be. saying that and then it was like truth, but it, uh, he's never said that's, you know, yeah. what it's going to be. There's going to be a lot of characters that is in this true. timeline yep. and they may have connections. But again, for a feature film, the more connections, the more convoluted it is, though. I th- I think at a certain mm-hmm. point, Disney just has to be like, Star Wars is for Star Wars fans, and if you're not going to watch live action things, you're gonna these films aren't going to make as much sense. I mean, maybe they'll they'll keep trying mm-hmm. to make films be standalone, but I, I mean, I don't know. It's like so then they won't show Luke because if you show Luke, it's like they know each other, and how do they know each other? And like, you know, I, I don't know. It's gonna that's gonna get wild too. But I just I just kind of hope these all yeah. you know I think Filoni's movie will be. A, that you know his version of heir to the empire um you know some that trilogy or whatever himself um and you know maybe you know maybe ahsoka's on her own journey now and it's like not even involved anymore maybe like ezra is the one that's there or you know it's sort of like who's tracking thrawn right now it's the new republic is so now it's sort of a new republic battle versus thrawn um 
and yeah. Ezra's there too, but maybe Ezra has his own agenda. He doesn't need to like necessarily follow, but he'll, I am assume he'll stick with Hera um, and Zeb and Chopper and, um, and doing that. But, or he'll be, now it's his turn to find Ahsoka and Sabine and he's going to try, like, that's all he's going to be worried about. Um, so I, I don't know. I'm, I just yeah. feel like the more these stories can I, be disparate, the richer the galaxy will be for it. Yeah. It, it, like you said, it doesn't yeah. feel as small, yeah. right? Like that's part of the issue. Sometimes you have everyone running into everyone. Yeah. It feels a and, bit and I think Filoni small. knows that. And yeah. yeah, I think so. I, I the other mm. thing, so two things. One, I, I feel like I'm very excited to see Favreau do a, a, a feature film. I mean, Iron Man, I think, is like to not to make it into the Marvel Universe, but like as like the first movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I think that movie is 50% of the reason why the MCU is successful. Oh, that yeah. movie is pretty darn without and, iron yeah, man really we would not strong. have what we have great yeah. script it, it, it is just it it does everything bang 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 it is yeah. teach it in film school in terms of like if you want to tell like like four quadrant storytelling like that's that's the that's the model yeah. uh, really, also please don't yeah. please don't use models because it gets boring after a while but in terms of like that's great but yeah, um it's great. so i'm excited to see him do it like i think he could t- tell a very tight single story that's very emotionally connected um the other question i have about this is so that i think is actually making me somewhat excited is that from all intents and purposes it's not like the ray movie was kind of gearing up to go into production this year and then possibly have a a christmas or winter 2025 release it sounds now like this is probably going to the grow baby the grogu the mando grogu story is probably going to be christmas 2025 because i think like you have a favra who's like we can write the, with the writ, the script's already written pretty much. I know how to run a big giant movie. I can get this thing on its wheels. I can get this thing yeah. running. We have all the people already committed for acting. I can get this off the ground. We can get it for 2025 and not feel rushed like other Star Wars movies. So that theoretically pushes the Ray movie back a year or possibly two. And part of me is excited by that, right? Because I'm like, give that movie yeah. time. Like, do not rush. Yeah, this I mean, movie. I think the latest dates on the um, Ray movie, the Charmin oh. um, movie, is 26. Sometimes in, in 2026. And I mean, I think there's no reason why they both yeah. can't be working at the same time. I don't even know if the the Ray movie has a script yet. For sure. Um, but yeah, yeah. And, and so I mean, that could be that could be summer 26. That could be christmas 26 but it does feel like they could get yeah. th- this mando grogo movie up by you know christmas 25 and then we have christmas 26 and then mm-hmm. we have christmas 27 you know yeah and then they could they could get back on the horse yeah. where we get i mean because they were talking about one two feature films a year you know not too long ago like trying to do that yeah i think but that's i think that's going i mean next year don't forget next year is or this year i should say this year there is exactly one MC, MCU movie coming out this entire year. I think they are pulling back a lot on these giant franchises. So, yeah. which is I'm fine with. I'm like one Star Wars movie a year. Put it in Christmas. That's great. Yeah, sold. Like that's all I ever wanted. Uh, and the uh, the the rumor I've heard from a couple of sources who are like some of the people that floated the or or, or talked about the idea that this was going to be a movie. Like some pretty good sources that seem to have like the early running is that like the Ray script is not yeah. written at all. And that's because the guy Girl. who's writing it, oh. and I can't think of his name. Is a male writer? No, the yeah, the guy who's writing it is the guy who does Peaky oh, Blinders. Right, right. And 
he's currently writing and like just about to really start production on the final season of Peaky Blinders. So there's a lot of stuff going on where his like his loyalties are somewhat divided. No, loyalties, that sounds his wrong. Bandwidth. Like he's he's commitments. He's got multiple yeah. commitments going on. And, and so it sounds like which is like that's his baby like that. That that show has been on forever. So I think he's yeah. trying to land that. And so it sounds like that also might be a bit what's going on is like we need something. But part of me hopes, too, is like it's been. 2019, right? So we're looking at a five-year gap in Star Wars movies, and that sounds like a short period of time, but we're talking about how accelerated it is now. It feels long, and nostalgia, this weird drug, this weird poison that is now accelerated, might be enough to actually make make a Star Wars movie very successful, because it's not like people feel like it's been forever since a Star Wars movie has been in the theaters. I have to say, yeah, sorry, go for it. Yeah. No, no, that was just... I, I do wonder what the setback is as to why we're not maybe just jumping to a new era and, and doing an all new story, you know, altogether that mm-hmm. sort of feels like the original trilogy sort of in media res where, where we, we get dropped into sort of this lived in galaxy with these giant factions, you know, uh, at war. And we sort of, you know, explore a, a wonderful sort of space opera opera therein, and, and, and sort of like just it's its own sort of like, uh, you, you know, like uh, part of the story. It, it doesn't have to be connected to anything else. Really. Yeah. I, I just wonder why why that's not sort of an initiative. Like the Golden Age of the Sith or like the Sith Wars or like maybe just really diving into the Sith as the enemy. Like I, I just wonder why that's not uh, really on the table. Um, I feel like maybe Mangold is, is doing that, but I, I I don't know what that Dawn of the Jedi film is. Yeah, I think that, be. I mean, it's weird that it's actually like the first thing. I mean, it will be a lived in universe and it will be telling its own sort of, I mean, really drastically unique lore. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause I do worry about a sort of episodic TV series, like a, a premium streaming series, uh, you know, turning into a feature length film. I do worry about that slightly. I know mm-hmm. it, was, it, it, it may still do something where we just sort of like, you know, uh, you know, a, a tilt from a sea of, you know, of, of stars, of pinbricks of light down to like, a, you know, a planet really, and just, you know, uh, start with dramatic music. I, I wonder if it just sort of follows that formula of the saga, saga films and the sort of um, major feature films uh, or if it sort of just does its own thing. I'm so, I'm just confused maybe about like the stylistic approach to doing a Star Wars film you know, after we uh, sort of like a Western sort of gunslinger series. Like I, I is it going to start as a Western essentially, or is it going to start as a star Wars film? It's it just, that's sort of my question yeah, at this point, I, I think, a serialized yeah. Western sort of pulp show, or is it going to start as a sort of saga film or even rogue one and solo, you know, attempted to sort of mimic, you know, the, uh, the vast, you know, space, uh, after the, the title crawls and things like that. Except for, you know, solo, obviously solo, like yeah, solo starts the sparks, but I would argue that the, yeah. the, the black with the, the sort of sparks yeah. is a sort of, that made you feel like you were space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I love that opening for that reason. And it, remember, it did that weird thing too of like didn't do a crawl, right? But it did that like that blue yeah. uh, text. Oh, so I'm like, yeah. Can, just, and yeah, I think they announced there will be crawls yeah. on every movie here too. Four. Yeah, they yeah. did. I, oh man. Uh, yeah, I think uh-huh. um, Kathleen Kennedy announced that. Well, that would solve a lot of the the bickering we're yeah. doing about sort of like. I guess that's true. In bringing in the the, the non star wars fan or the general yeah. uh, a fan um yeah yeah, yeah. You, boy that feels like that feels like 1990s video games to me I'm but a, all right yeah, <laughs> yeah. all the video games start with yeah. 
Yeah. I don't think Mando and Grogu need that. Well, that's the but, thing. Um, I'm just I'm just yeah, not as excited about a Mando and Grogu thing because for me as a fan, it's like, well, this is a series I've seen a million times. So I need if they're going to do this, they've got to do something to make it special. And production value, I think, will go a long way. I mean, if they can yeah. actually use more set building and make it feel more realistic, um, I think that would help. Uh, you know, if they actually have a budget on this thing. Um, well, don't we think Thrawn is going to appear in this film? Because I feel like that's what we were saying. Uh, now that he's gone back to the known galaxy, he's he's probably gonna he's probably in you know Mando's sort of uh, um, oh sector like yeah you know, sector yeah now. I yeah. mean that, that's the way of, they yeah. could go for sure. I mean we know Mando is again New Republic adjacent, and if this is what they're worried about, and that's a great way to start the flick yeah. too. If the flick starts with sort of an ominous you know tilt to the Chimera, like yeah. I'm in. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I think they should hire. Like, I think Favreau should hire Zahn to write it if it's going to do that. Like, just I can't get enough Zahn stuff, you know. Or just yeah, Zahn on set and just have yeah for the space battles. Yeah, do here in terms of Thrawn's tactics, the cloak and dagger sort of stuff. That's what I want to see. The only only way I can see a sort of like remnant Empire versus the New Republic is if it's sort of cloak and dagger, right? It's sort of like these hit and fade maneuvers from Thrawn is it's what I'm hoping for at least. And it's cause like you almost want to see them being damaged and looking, you know, ineffectual. And then maybe also there's a lot of, you know, stagnation in the Senate and, you know, stalemates and things like that. And it's just bureaucracy is just, you know, bloated and, or that, you know, yeah. as we've seen in the show yeah. so far. And it's, it's sort of like just all the failings of the new Republic are being used as advantages for yeah. Thrawn and sort of like Thrawn's resurgence yeah. in the galaxy. Yeah. That, that's sort yeah. of what I'm and, thinking. And maybe we're jumping ahead of it a little bit and that's really what the Filoni movie is going to be. But yeah, I mean, I, I want that naval warfare thing. I mean, I've read what nine Zon books now and each one of them is amazing because of the yeah. naval tactics, but you, you can, there's only so much you can visualize in your mind. Like I really want to just yes, see the, yeah. the, the thing happen. I want to even yeah. <laughs> just paint a yeah. picture, right, or, not a word picture, so an actual picture. That stuff is na- like yeah. feels yeah. like naval battles, but like I think you really want like the Thrawn sort of like yeah. uh, you know the, the 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 tactician's point of view yeah. when it comes to that stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm really higher on this than I think Ben. I'm actually okay. quite excited by this because because I, I like this, but my thing about that's been wearing a bit thin on me with the Mandalorian is the use of the volume where I'm starting to see the seams a lot and I think the thing's amazing and it's wonderful but it feels I'm starting to see the difference between a TV yeah. show and a movie where I didn't at first right and so I'm really excited to see Favreau take this thing up and I think because he has so much experience in the big screen he's going to understand how yeah. to elevate this thing right to a feature film and make oh, it like yeah. I, I kind of want to stand alone whatever Related to that is part of me is wondering if like we you mentioned him earlier, but Pelion might be the mid tier big bad we get in this film, and the not buffer Thrawn, layer. Right? That's a really good yeah. point. Yeah, that the buffer layer that actor is uh, I can't think of his name, but he, he's in everything. He's he's a good he can hold crushed yep. the yeah. scene. It's not it's not some random guy. Yep. Right. I mean, I would love to see. Um, you know, it, so Hera knows where Thrawn is. Maybe there's some sort of small program or maybe someone needs to go to Dathomir or they need, you know, they need a bounty hunter. She tells Carson Tiva, Carson Tiva either delegates the job to Mando or brings him to Hera. I mean, that's definitely an easy way to get um, to get Mando into this. And so he could do sort of a smaller battle and then 
maybe there's another larger one that's like yeah um, Pelion versus Hera um something like that um definitely could see that going on it just seems a bit early for this to happen but I mean I guess I mean it, it seems kind of like a foregone conclusion that that season four is just going to be concatenated into um this feature film yeah, possibly. That's the fastest way to do it. I, I, I think, yeah. And the weird thing is that the question I have, and then maybe this brings us into our second topic, which is like the, uh, along with this announcement is that like season two of Ahsoka is officially happening. There is, a, they officially, uh, yes. they officially yeah. announced yeah, art, it. There's artwork. artwork. It's actually going on, which I'm very excited yeah. about because I, I, I really liked Ahsoka. And then I realized, oh, this is part one. Of, I, I didn't know how much it was going to be a cliffhanger of a season. So it kind of, kind of, uh, <laughs> threw me a little bit. But um, but I'm very excited to see how it concludes. And my question, a couple of questions for you, but like Thrawn, do we expect to see Thrawn in season two of Ahsoka or do we think we're just going to be, do you think we're going to be like going back and forth between what's going on in, in Star Wars galaxy versus the other galaxy? Do you think they get back? The, the last question I have, I just want to throw all these at you because I want you to discuss them however you want, is that we know this is going into production. We know t- TV production is faster than movie production. So is there a chance we actually get season two of Ahsoka before mm. we get this movie? In which case, that might throw this entire math off. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the unknown unknown. Mm. Or the, those are the known yeah. unknowns. The known yeah. unknowns? I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, we just don't know. I I think I would prefer it if they were separate. And this mm-hmm. is just, you know, this is just um, Ahsoka and Sabine and Balin and... Um, Shinhati and whoever mm-hmm. else they meet on that planet. Um, I think that would be kind of fun. It would be slower and it wouldn't be jumping back and forth. But I mean, we know, I mean, that's one of the mainstays of Star Wars is sort of concurrent storylines. And I do think Ezra is yeah. going to want to save them yeah. like he was saved. So and that's makes me sad. It's like, no, yeah, it's a little redundant though. Uh, yeah. But I, I agree with you, Ben. I, I do think that Balin's skull is probably your main villain of season two. Um, uh, it's uh, obviously the race Stevenson's, uh, passing away is, is complicates that yeah, and, it really uh, does. We're all sort of worried about what the steps are that, uh, that are going to be taken. Um, but, uh, I wonder how that character is going to proceed. It, it's a big, big mystery. Um, but, uh, we, we do just, you know, again, uh, rest in peace, Ray Stevenson, yeah. incredible actor. Uh, what makes it so uh, hard is that he did such an amazing job. Do you know what I mean? Like he, he within that in that series, he made that character yeah. his own, and, and that's what makes it so hard. If it was just like a whatever performance, Star Wars character I've seen on screen in a, a I, very long time, and so that's the issue. Is like if it was just a whatever performance, you'd be like, oh, we can recast our problem. But like, eesh. it was eesh. like since you're since yeah. you're Mace Windows and you're Qui Gon Jinn's yeah. and you know, uh, so Gregor, like it was it was this was another standout sort of like, you know, um, sort of uh, a Jedi yeah. character. Uh, jaded, jaded Jedi character, um, fallen. Jedi, yeah, you if you, will. you can't just uh, put a guy in robes and give him a lightsaber and have him like be charismatic. Like what you know, what Balin Skull was was like he's it's, an yeah. icon now. It's just it's just amazing. So yeah. Um, and I was looking for, and again, we'll talk about the hero's journey. I I, I think at some point um, this evening, but um, I, I just that fight with the shadow, right? Like the like Ahsoka's shadow, right? Another Jedi who's sort of fallen off the path, but just representing sort of the opposite side of the the, yeah. the spectrum. And uh, just really, I really was wanting to see another big fight between them. And I'm hoping 
season two delivers yeah. in that regard in some way he is almost the brother you know what i mean like that's just what he he was almost building to in a lot of ways with well the obviously the mortis mm-hmm. you know gods and sort of like it, the, the art that we do get uh is like this just really awesome sort of simple you know sketch from feloni on like a notepad of just like Ahsoka and Sabine standing on the the Argonath or like the the finger of um yeah, of the father, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Father, yeah. Lord of the Rings sorry. the yeah. father I mean sorry um, <laughs> and uh, it's it's just it's a really cool um, sort of framing of that they're there now that's where Balin was standing obviously they're go they're following him it looks like a pursuit is happening um, yeah I wonder what they're gonna find right I, th- I think Floney has told a compelling story so far because we know Balin's going to see- seek the the ultimate boon right or something that seems to be this yeah. ultimate power so, uh, so they're they're right on you know hot on his footsteps that's good if they if they didn't end Ahsoka if they didn't do a second season or a you know a feature or something it would have been a travesty because it's a quite a cliffhanger that they left us on there yeah. Um, yeah yeah so yeah definitely hoping that happens um Right, because you see something in the distance, yeah. right? There's like we, I think we discussed it for like 45 <laughs> yeah. minutes. It was, <laughs> and it was just like a red light. Yeah. It was like just grain in the film. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. <laughs> a little it was sliver. A very, of yeah. Sorry, smudge on the lens. Yeah, yeah. ponderous <laughs> discussion about uh, looks like like a random red light in the distance. Yeah, right on, man. Right on. Um, yeah, I wanted you know we we started getting to a conversation about uh, offline about Ahsoka and sort of what is her heroes? Like who is Ahsoka? You know, it, she's such an interesting character. She's been through so much, but it's like, what is her hero's journey? You know, and where is she in that journey? It's so long, um, you know, by star Wars standards. So to me, she's like the representative sort of outlier or outsider character, yeah. the sort of character that's outside the, I guess the, 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 the status quo and this sort of like normative factions and sort of demographics of the galaxy and, and belief systems. She's, I think she follows her own path and I think her path is just built upon by her mentors, you know, Yoda, Anakin, you know, the Jedi order and sort of, I think the good parts of the Jedi, um, she took that and, and left, you know, the bureaucracy. And again, I just think that the Jedi were just swamped in, you know, political dealings given they're at war and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're real bad time yeah. for the Jedi for a while. Um, there. Yeah. Do you want, Ben, do you want a very like Campbellian answer to your question? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I was going oh, to put it in buckets. So I'm, I'm very curious to hear your Campbellian answer. So this is obviously Joseph Campbell wrote here of a thousand faces created the yeah. journey. That's for Grogu. Yes. One thing. Yeah, there you go. And one thing I want to mention to everyone too, is that when you look at the hero's journey, it is a, it is, it is cyclical with arrows pointing that it is, it can happen multiple times okay. to a single person. That person can go on multiple hero's journeys. So we're not, if he's not taking advantage of that, of that storytelling approach. But I would say that between where we meet her at the end, where we see her at the end of this, she has just gone through a pro, a, apotheosis uh, and is seeking the ultimate boon. And that's going to be season two is the ultimate boon. Okay. Is is the first part of it is the ultimate boon looking at the the uh, Mortis uh, arc, and then because here's the thing coming that with the return is refusal of the return where they can't get home, um, the magic flight where they try to escape, 
and then rescue from without. So yeah. there you have Ezra returning or to the then Purgles. pay back to yeah. bring bring her uh, Purgles or something, right? And so yeah. like I feel like that's that's where we are. Yeah. I feel like that's the I think I think, I, I yeah. think we've seen the Purgles um, provide sort of hyperspace transit already, and so therefore getting back may take a different mm. route. Yeah, that's personally my yeah. bet. Do something different. Oh, I'm I, thinking well, between worlds is going to be utilized yes. again, and then. It it might turn into a Doctor Who at that point where we're just popping into different timelines. Yeah, the world <laughs> timelines, between worlds. I forgot about that. Um, well, just so I can, I'm just going to read surprised. the thing. So I, I actually found the yeah. Campbellian one here. Um, so it's call to adventure, refusal of the call, and this is this is exactly what uh, George Lucas used to write uh, the original Star Wars Episode Four: New Hope. Like that, he just like followed it line by line. Um, and that's and right. there and it's been the and spent time yes. with Campbell and, and yeah, sort of yeah, gained many, many, you know, wonderful learnings. <laughs> yep. from, yeah, from, my uh, nerd dad actually read Campbell time. before he saw Star Wars, and, and as soon as he was watching it, he was like, "He read Campbell." Um, <laughs> so yeah, so and that's how I grew up, and I, you know, with Campbell in my household. So, um, but yeah, so the the hero's journey, um, and this is a cross cross referencing of pretty much every myth in like earth like world um and and sort of what they right. have in common so there's a call to adventure refusal of the call supernatural aid crossing the threshold uh belly of the whale road of trials uh the meeting with the god i'm just gonna say that. i'm gonna take the gender out of these uh temptation mm -hmm. atonement apotheosis the ultimate boon the refusal of the return the magic flight the rescue from without crossing of the return threshold master of two worlds and then freedom to live um yeah so i mean i i was curious to like even try to actually put her in these boxes and i went back in the sure. in the beginning and so call to adventure i had uh pretty much when she was given to anakin as his padawan forced on anakin um and then the refusal of the call kind of came maybe from her maybe from him it actually happened in that first movie i think that when they you know when she meets him that's mm -hmm. a little fungible right supernatural aid mentor yeah. i mean that's anakin he's he is supernatural he's the chosen one so it's kind of inherent and then kind of crossing the threshold belly of the whale road of trials i think are all the clone wars yeah i mean that's kind of you know, she goes through yep. a bunch of things it's it's all that um then the meeting with the god i would say that's her mortis <laughs> moment right when she's in mm -hmm. a mortis um i I think temptation mm -hmm. is sort of where she's been for the past, like through the original trilogy, which is just like, she's wrestling with Anakin falling to the dark side and becoming Vader. That's sort of my, I think that's her sort of temptation. And we got that sort of at the beginning of Ahsoka, the series. And then I think atonement is the finale of the series because that's sort of it's usually atonement with the father, but it's like, I think that force vision, her reconciliation with Anakin um, in the beyond her father. Yeah. I mean, he essentially yeah, is yeah. a father. Yeah. yeah. More than anything, really. Yeah. Um, and so yeah. I don't think we've seen apotheosis yet. That's my. Fair enough. That's my. Yeah. I would I would actually agree with that. I think I think you're right uh, here. Let me do this. This is why I think we're wheels within wheels. You don't within think wheels. OK. OK. You go ahead. I think you can map this entire thing on just Ahsoka season one. OK. Yeah, you probably could. Yeah. Yeah, Call of Adventure is when she's in the was in the temple, looking and seeing all the things, seeing the mortar yeah. stuff. Refuses the call, doesn't want to go, doesn't want to doesn't want to go see Sabine. 
right? Yeah. Don't want to go to CBC. Don't want to do it. Don't want to do it. Don't want to do it. Supernatural aid. World between worlds. She meets Anakin. She does that. Crossing the first threshold. She's on her way. Right. Belly of the whale. In, belly of the whale. Literally belly of a whale. Hold on. <laughs> belly of. She's literally in the belly of a whale. A space whale. <laughs> the Royal Trials is getting there. Getting through. I don't know all the, the minefields. Yeah. Getting to that. The meeting with the goddess is just her meeting in in there, and then exactly, and then, and then you and I kind of meet up. Oh, the great mothers, you, sort of, yeah, yeah. And you and I meet up there at the end, but like, so, but I don't think you're wrong, Ben. I think you're absolutely right. I think this is just this idea of just you can map it on, yeah, because you have a character who has, who's been told in so many stories. I think you have the overarching hero's journey of Ahsoka, and you have multiple yeah. heroes' journeys with Ahsoka. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would, I would, I would also agree with that. I, I think that we've already seen heroes a hero's journey with ahsoka where we've seen it again now with season one um i i have to think though ahsoka is moving towards becoming a sort of supernatural aid figure and sort of getting locked in that category because i feel like um I, I, dave filoni sort of related her to gandalf and a lot of the the sort of yeah. sketches mm -hmm. and drawings he's done post rebels and what's fun about Gandalf is he's a character that sort of works as a warden for the era or the timeline or the, the, the times that are ahead. And I do wonder if Ahsoka may be one of the first sort of heroic characters on the light side to sense maybe the Emperor's, return. you know, a return or continuance or contingency. Like, I do wonder if much like Gandalf, you get... You, she is this ultimate mystic supernatural aid character and sort of does discover the the first incarnation of the sort of the emperor's return in your yeah. Snokes or your whatever. You know, I could see that you, really you know? working and being mm. quite literal if she's actually doing a ton behind the scenes. We don't know what happened to uh, Lando and Chewbacca when they went to go gather the cavalry, but that cavalry scene in Rise of Skywalker is essentially look to uh look to the east upon the sunrise and we'll be there right so yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. what if you know yep. so she could be kind of tracking <laughs> all of this and and like secretly binding forces together well, this is still a theory we don't know where ahsoka's story ends right. but i'm just this, that's just my own theory is that yes. of the hero's journey and of the, the the parts of the cycle i feel like that is definitely the one that i hone in yeah. on yeah and character. i agree wholly with both of you um you know, Adam, I do think every series, they give them a distinct series journey. And I, I'm sure we could layer it over Boba Fett. I'm sure we could layer it over Obi-Wan um, and, and all of them, you know. But I do. It's essential. For a pill. It's a pillar, essentially. Yeah, it is. Journey. It's our first pillar. Yeah, it's our it first is. pillar. Um, yeah. Definitely a pillar. But, yeah, um, yeah. And, and Grant, yes, I absolutely, you know, we, we talked all season about how, you know, the Gandalf crossovers and how this is where she's heading. But it's curious that we both sort of stopped on the same spot. And I'm really most curious about her full arc because I want to know who is she. And I think sort of knowing her full journey is like, is what, um I don't know, is what's going to make her an exciting character. And so, I mean, you know, either way you look at it, she's both kind of facing this next sort of phase of apotheosis. Um, so it's just going to be curious. You know, I, I think maybe that's it. Something that's going to happen with this Mortis yeah. temple. And, you know, and then yeah. she'll she'll become this Gandalf yeah. character and then do all these things. I do think yeah. it, I, I would argue that we're at atonement, right? You don't. Now. OK. Um, just given that I think the confrontation that's set up with Balin's skull is, I think, representative of that sort of the conflicted heart of the Jedi. Right. And sort of like, here's someone who's jaded 
you know, from the Jedi Order because, you know, they were driven to war and they sort of lost their way. And then here's someone who was, you know, wrongly accused by a, the the a, a kind of I, a Jedi Order lost in bu- yeah. bureaucracy and the the politics of 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 a wartime republic. Like, I just, to me, it's like that's sort of fascinating, and that's what I hope is the heart of that season two. Yeah. And sort of atonement with you know confronting the brother or maybe atonement in campbell's words is confronting the father or whatever you know but uh, grant about there in, in certain myths but um yeah i think you're onto something too yeah. because if he if she's able to confront and turn balin in some way you know i'm not saying he's gonna survive but in terms of like right. he'll see the light in the end yeah. right doesn't yeah, that give what... her the atonement yes. from the, yes, the, the opportunity every- she missed with Anakin to be like, I did save yep. someone. I did yep. save someone, yeah, you know, exactly. and that's exactly. the atonement right there. Yes. Um, and I just want to say Travis is back with us again. this hey, week. Uh, he just reminded us that nice. we were talking about that, you know, Dave Filoni spoke specifically to Ahsoka's voice in Rise of Skywalker and said, just because you hear her doesn't mean right. she's dead. Yeah. Right. So so even Filoni sure. has, has confirmed that Ahsoka's could possibly still be alive. Yeah. That All right. I'm willing yeah. to uh, amend yeah. that because yeah. you could definitely see that like temptation could be Anakin's force vision. Right. Like, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I do think there was a certain level, which of, it is, you know, yeah. of processing that happened after that, but Anakin's still out there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe there is more to go, um, on that. And, and Campbell is the first to admit that every monomyth doesn't map perfectly on yeah, yeah, his yeah. archetype, it's a, yeah. right? Like, like certain things move a little bit here and there and it happened a little bit before or can bleed with each other. Right. It's, it's, you know, it's an, it's a, it's night as we talk about in the social sciences, it was known as an ideal type. Like there's an ideal type that you talk yeah. about that things don't, which is what we think of as perfect, but most things right. aren't perfect. They, they come. And then everyone's it. yeah. Yeah. And talking about supernatural aid, it pretty much pops up in the star Wars and random, yeah. random intervals uh, when it's sort of like uh, explicit that maybe the force is sort of, at work mm. in this moment. Yeah, that's something. true. It could yeah. take a lot of forms in Star Wars um, with the Force doing that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you could, uh, you know, sure. affect a non-Force wielder. Um, yeah, interesting, interesting stuff. Yeah, because yeah, I'm interested to see what role Anakin's going to play in, in season two. I assume it'll be significant. <laughs> yeah, do, do, do you think we'll get, do you think the next sort of news we get is that Hayden Christensen confirmed, you know, at some point? Yeah, yeah I think so. I yeah, think I he is sure. the father. I do. I think, I think he's, he's gonna be he will prominent. have become yeah. or is going to become the father. I also I, wonder if you can recast. Uh, I also wonder if you can keep Balin's skull in the story. Um, and I don't know. Maybe that it's not a recast. Maybe it's some sort of um, something with with footage from Ray that would be great if possible. Um, but uh, something where it's like she's fighting Balin, but it's Anakin yeah. or something. You know what I mean? Like. And it's sort of the force has, has changed the visage of the of the, the character. I, I could see something like that happen and, and working perfectly, yeah. honestly. Mm-hmm. But um, like, there's ways to bring Hayden and oh, yeah. back I, into the show. So he he demonstrated his his acumen. He is beloved now. Yeah. Like he is he has passed through everything. He's gone on his hero's journey, right? <laughs> yeah. And his master of two Jedi worlds, trials, if freedom you to live, and is accepted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And crossing the like, return threshold. Do you, do, <laughs> you can't ever you can't ever match Balin's skull. And so what if you pivot to make another really smart fan decision and just say, like, 
he walks into the father, like Balin walks into the father, and who walks out but a visage of Anakin, like something right. about this. And then you just have you just have another, you just have Anakin back in this world between worlds. Something you know, what I mean, like you just go full Anakin, it's crazy. Talk. Because what else are you gonna do? Yeah. But what I, else are you gonna do? Like, I really don't. I don't think they're gonna recast Balin. I really don't think they're gonna recast Balin because Balin, Ray Stevenson's so good. If yeah. Ray Stevenson doesn't just, I, I just don't see how you do it. This yeah. would be. Yeah, the recasting would make sense, but his performance is otherworldly, iconic, one of the greatest characters. He's playing with fire yeah. doing it. I think they're going to rewrite. I was thinking of like yeah. he could leave, leave like a trail of breadcrumbs to the thing, you know, or maybe like a trail of traps to try and stop them. And there's like recordings or something of him. And then, then she gets there and he's See, dead. I'm thinking it might, they might just. Yeah, you could do that. Yep, you could totally do that. He doesn't yeah. I do wonder if they'll just Indiana Jones it where it's like, you know, it's like, uh, you know, it's like the last crusade. It's like, oh, he just fell in the abyss that's like in this area that seems to be this sort of like the, the final yeah. ruins or sacred shrine of the Mortis gods or something. You know what I mean? Like it's something to, to that effect because I just feel like I don't know. I don't know how recasting would even work, honestly. I just don't know. You just get work. a big white guy and give him a beard and a haircut and tell him to act like... <laughs> um ray stevenson i yeah i i mean i don't know everyone's fan casted leave schreiber leave schreiber leave schreiber um, i know leave schreiber's the, the big one or and russell I mean, crow as an ultimate oh, russell crow tribute yeah. to ray's acting acumen yeah right? yeah. yeah russell crow would definitely uh, be good as well you yeah. know i i think it, it depends i bet i bet he had a i bet ray stevenson had a plan and he either said you can't do it or you can't yeah. And and I'm sure that Dave will they will you know yeah. Lucasfilm will honor whatever he said and they'll uh, they'll make it work. Oh yeah, yeah. And I and I'm sure I feel like Ray Stevenson is just like he was a, he was he was a journeyman actor. I'm sure he was he would have been aware of whatever was signed on. But I think I think just with how beloved he is amongst the community, it's just so hard to recast. I mean, so Travis it's a whole said, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. go ahead. What's what's Travis saying? I, I think it's know. easier. I mean, he just said, like, just have him be uh, possessed by the sun and have them played by Sam Witwer. <laughs> <laughs> like, you could just yeah. do a Sam Witwer. Like, hey, you got Travis, Sam Witwer. Yeah, yeah, I love Travis it. Yeah, got right. Great. Ideas. I just um, oh, <laughs> or it's my favorite idea. Or just have him pl- just have him replaced with another Punisher. You know, like Dolph Lundgren, Tom Jane, or John Barry. <laughs> <laughs> I am hoping. Why have we had four people play the Punisher? That's wild. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. Uh, No, I'm saying Sam Witwer would just be great as the brother. Yeah, uh, yeah. Brother will appear. We've already seen Sam Witwer in live action. Do you guys remember? No, what am I forgetting? Wait, wait. Can we? We'll take. We'll take. I mean, he voices Darth Maul in Solo, right? Yeah. Like, but like we've actually seen. You know what? I'm mistaking him? him with a different voice actor. Are you thinking um, about yeah, Matt, Lantern? Matt Lantern? That's who I was thinking of, sir. Lanter. I was calling yeah. him Lantern. I always add more to his name, but Matt Lantern. Yeah, he was. Oh, yeah. Sam Amanda, Whitwer was. Uh, um, yeah. They used him in um, Force Unleashed, too, right? Yeah, he's yeah, the Force yeah. Unleashed guy. I mean, say, and, and he's like a legit, like, actual. I'm not saying that Matt Lantern isn't, but like, Sam Whitworth's also. He does it mostly now oh, God, a lot of voice be work because he he's be really good brother. at it. Yeah, but he's a really right. he's I a know. legit actor. But, he's, like, he's been in a lot of things. <laughs> oh yeah, Googling. no, I remember him. He now. was in uh, Battlestar. He was in Battlestar Galactica. He was in sure. almost, or uh, Being yeah. Human. A lot of other things. Yeah, no, yeah. he would be amazing. Though it would 
like it'd be fun to do some fun shadow play where it's it looks like the broad shoulders of Balin Skull. The figure walks out. Yeah. It's you know uh, Sam Witwer as the brother. You know, like the the yeah. silhouette sort of shifts. He's allegedly real, like they're allegedly all like dead, so, though, right? Mystic. So all the Mortis gods. But I mean, maybe they don't really die since they're gods. Yeah. Question mark. Yeah, it's, I mean, you're talking about gods and something, something. Things. Maybe they're dead in our galaxy, but not this one. Oh, Who knows, God. right? Like, it's fascinating that, that all be. the Purgles, the Star Whales, go here to die, like to Peridia yeah. to die. There's all these castles from the Great Mothers and the 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 the, the, the Night Sisters of Dathomir. Like, there's it, it's it's fascinating, and also that that magic, the sort of Dathomir magic. Um, it uh it like raises the dead yeah. it's like necromancy essentially yeah. like yeah. does that yeah. tie into the location we're going to like there's a lot of death you know, surrounding just this, thinking, this planet why weren't there more <laughs> structure made from purgle bones down there like shouldn't there be a bunch of like purgle bone structures down there that like either fell from you mean like the hermit no, like people the, should I, have like, i want to see castle grayskull at mid built out of out of purgle bones <laughs> <laughs> that place was missing a castle. That was like the only thing that planet was missing. That is very. Just... I mean, we've only explored a very small. Yeah, part we did of have a dark planet. tower. And, and, and you know, it, yeah. that was a castle. You know, but it, right. Give me a yeah, yeah, which is yeah. not lost on me either. You don't like like a gaunt witch just like howling like the the oh, statues. I love those. Like no, I love everything about the planet. But I was just terrible. thinking, I'm like, oh, wow. like they have a lot of like sustainable materials up there. I, I'm surprised the, they aren't being used. The other thing is like. Don't Who count out what's her Sabine? name. Oh no, Shinhati. Uh, no, no, not even Shinhati. Uh, why can't they rename? Oh uh, no, the the no. witch, the the witch, the witch who yeah, stayed okay. behind, who At died. Morgan right? Elsbeth. Because like we are again, Morgan Elsbeth. Thank you. Because we again are on a planet where a lot of things seem to come mm-hmm. back to life, right? <laughs> yeah. Like like so don't count That's her out. Right, either. and that blade yeah. itself, the blade of Talzin, Talzin could resurrect yeah. her who knows it's, right? it's weird to introduce that whole thing and then have her die 15 yeah. minutes later just saying. yeah no i think that would be yeah. that would be awesome sure. if she came back so so here what we're saying yeah. is there's plenty to work with here if we want to just stay there's, on yeah. um wait uh, prettier um uh, prettier which i'm excited about like give me explore it a little more like i i love me a new planet it's it is a different planet than a lot we've seen we yeah. haven't seen that a ton in the star wars universe so like do it do it yeah. give us more yeah, give us our give us our castle, our purgle yeah, bone. Uh, yeah, sorry, that castle. was that was a weird ask. It was a weird ask. <laughs> no, I love it. Don't apologize. Oh, I am on board, hundred um, percent. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, so this is all fantastic. Um, oh man, I, I'm gonna just if if you have start keep thinking about Ahsoka, but I'm gonna give us a little aside to think about right now. There was another random story that popped out. Um, Benioff and Weiss were interviewed, like out of the darkness, like. I haven't seen anything about yeah, them up this oh, yeah, in no, years, this. This. and then all of yeah, a sudden, boom! Nothing. They did like I think it was a Hollywood Reporter. Or a... It's for their three body problem. Their okay. new, I think, series coming out. Um, it looks oh, like they're doing really... the three body problem. Yes, like they're like a, oh, oh yeah. boy, how are they going to butcher that? Oh. Oops, sorry. Um, yeah, oh. <laughs> just the ending. Yeah, just the it'll, ending. It'll start strong. Yeah, it'll be great. The first two oh, thirds, you, you guys, you guys, that's some low hanging fruit there, but uh, okay, I know, yeah. I, feel, I feel bad saying it for that reason. No, I actually, I really respect yeah. Benioff and Weiss, I think they're brilliant, uh, storytellers. I, I yeah, know, I, they're, they're, I, I kid because uh, I, I, uh, it yeah. books, but but we got a little yeah. Star Wars news along with it, um, whatever you think, and yes. they revealed they had a script for the first Jedi, 
<laughs> it was called the, and they mm-hmm. wanted their movie called the first Jedi. <laughs> and they were actually upset it with Ryan for taking the last Jedi. They were like, Oh, our, our whole idea is ruined. Oh, is that the order? Yeah. Of work? He's like, really so yeah. And yeah. we were annoyed yeah. as hell when Ryan Johnson, the duo's longtime friend and three body problem producer, Called his movie The Last Jedi, Weiss said dryly. He completely destroyed the obvious title for what we were working on. Asked what went wrong, Benioff said, Lucasfilm ended up not wanting to do a first Jedi story. We had a very specific story idea in mind, and ultimately they decided they didn't want to do that. And we totally get it. It's their company and their IP, but we weren't the droids they were looking for. Um, yeah. It is a quick paradigm shift to go from the last Jedi to the first Jedi. Yeah, but it, <laughs> I mean, like it makes sense movie. too. And yeah, I mean, this it. was yeah. that was the movie we all wanted them to make, right? Like we wanted Ancient Jedi. I mean, maybe not exactly the first Jedi, but we were thinking Jedi Sith Wars or you know, sure. but, High Republic. But isn't it weird? We kind of might be getting that. Well, so that's now. The, that's the fun part, right? Because like that isn't that yeah. kicking the teeth to them just to be like, oh, but like Mangled, and I wonder if like Mangled probably came in and pitched completely different but like very much a similar idea yeah. of like this is the origins of the force and they're like oh that's oh yeah oh yeah we remember Benioff always said oh the, we didn't like theirs well, we, like, we yours. like yours yeah, yeah we'll, we'll take yours it's pitched Ooh, as a biblical that's, that's epic rough. almost like almost like a religious yeah. text yeah. like yeah. inventing the Jedi the, the, the you know laying out the tenets yeah. of the Jedi you know the, the first lightsaber all that sort of stuff and then I think Kathleen Kennedy uh, said that the the dawn of the jedi and the new jedi order films would be linked in in that regard in with those themes and basically what's set up with the jedi in that dawn of the jedi film might play into what ray sort of establishes as that new temple in um in her story which uh which which she's i mean she's procured all the texts so yeah. i imagine that those those texts are, are yeah. extremely they could interact in really fun ways it's because they're kind of both trying to interpret yeah. the same thing and they interpret them in different ways and like maybe one turns out well, badly and the other one turns out good and vice versa or it's like you know there's yeah there's a lot yeah. of, a lot of good shenanigans well, what's cool about those texts too? I think if you have the visual dictionaries uh, by Pablo Hidalgo, he sort of um, he 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 sort of gives little um, explainers for what, what those texts are and what they allude to and what they contain and the information that's in uh, in those. And I feel like uh, there's some there's some really cool sort of like cosmic creation tales, you know, you know, going back to Campbell and stuff like that. They're very Campbellian in that, like it really gets into the sort of, uh, the, the creation myths of the galaxy, yeah. the force, all that stuff. I do wonder if this might, you know, start in a, a very mystical way in the, in mm-hmm. sort of like the origins of not just the Jedi, but yeah. the force, right? Like I, I do wonder if Mangold might sort of uh zoom out and, and really just start with the force and then get to the jedi or sort of it's it maybe it's more about sort of life forms and their sent their their force sensitivity yeah. i don't know but uh there's there's real really really cool you know stories i mean that's what's implied and god like cosmic yeah. deities and, and je- you know titans and yeah. things like that are alluded i mean to. that's what's implied like Very the, cool the creation of the force and when you really start to think about that it's like so there's humans and there's this galaxy, presumably, and then all of a sudden people can use the force. And it's like, I assume they're not going to tell you why, but they have to tell you something. Yeah, there no. needs to be a happening. Um, or maybe, you know, it's always been there and they just, the first person discovered it, you know, like, right. I don't know. It's that, that's going to be fascinating. It's going to be really fun. And, and, um, yeah. 
I'm yeah. sorry to uh, Benny Offenweiss yeah, that Benny Offenweiss they're not going to be able to tell that story. Will not be telling that story. <laughs> um, yeah. But I am grateful that uh, Mangold will be. Yeah, me too. I'm glad someone's selling it for sure. I would have been, I, I, a couple shots, but I would have been more than happy to see their take on it. And, 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 and what's interesting is, I mean, you got to assume they would have taken more of a more of a Game of Thronesy yeah. approach to it a little bit. But like, but Mangold, Mangold is the one that I'm yeah. really fascinated by because I like Mangold as a director. Like, Logan. I liked, I think Logan's amazing. He can dabble in genre. I mean, we don't have to go, we don't have to retell it over here, but I'm actually a very, very big fan of the last Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. Um, but he has a style. All of those films share a style that yeah. does not sing to me origins of the force. So I'm very fascinated. I, I that his, his is the movie that I cannot picture at all. And yeah. I like that. I'm excited about that. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Very, very excited about it. Um, yeah. yeah. It's interesting that Lucasfilm is sort of going in two directions with directors. It's like very young, mm -hmm. new energized directors. And then uh, some directors on in their autumn, um, you know, that are very wise and have wanted to do this for a long time. I mean, I'm thinking yeah. of Tony Gilroy right now. I mean, Tony, yeah. you know, he's 65 years young. But I mean, by, you know, that's a lot yeah. of experience and a lot of wisdom. Um, and I mean, I felt every ounce of it in Andor. It was fantastic, right? Which, so I'm I'm hoping yeah. we get some that vibe, like energy, that vibe out of uh, Mangold. But and Mangold's demonstrated he knows how to play with IP. He knows to be there. Yeah. And they were as as much as Idea Jones really underperformed. Everything from behind the scenes is that is that Lucasfilm was very very happy with working with him and and what he did. Right. And so I think that was the big thing, you know. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a um, big job there. With yeah, the, the I have Don. Yeah, he does. That's huge. Yeah, that is like they got that, that to do something like yeah. yeah, like an Odyssey or a biblical epic or you know something of that weight and magnitude is just I don't even know where you begin. Is it an ensemble piece? Is there just one character you highlight? Is there a trinity of characters, much like the higher public books are doing? Like, what? What? How do you push forward with the sort of the beginning of an ideology and? What's yeah. seemingly the beginning of a yeah. religion I, or a cult, if you you know, if you will, I mean, it's like it's like how does thing, this begin? I, you know, it's fast. Do I hear a dark take on it? Because they talk about it. He talks about it's biblical, and I'm like, give me Cain and Abel. Mm. Yeah, like sure, like yeah, like, yeah. like give me that story in terms of like the one gets the light side, the other one's super jealous and ends up killing him to get, and that unlocks yeah. the dark think, side. Yeah, right. Like, no, I think like, you're right. I think that's actually the story he might use. Honestly, that's yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, it sounds like that first fall, the, the whoever first sort of falls, that might be the, the drama that's like, that he seeks. Yeah. Wouldn't that be because part of me is just like you would think without any training, people would automatically fall, fall to the dark side. But what if the story is the opposite? Is that like the origin of the force or the or, or the dawn of the force is that most people who get it are filled with the light and feel good, and it's just one corruption that leads to the opening of the dark side, like that leads to this cracking open of just like Pandora's box almost. Yeah you know, of the dark side. Yeah. Or something. I wonder what the, the, the jealousy or the frustration is though, given that like, you know, that person may, if they're also force sensitive, they'll, they'll eventually be able to lift the same rock. I don't I really understand what like the, I, I wonder what the animosity would be. That's, it's kind of, yeah, that's, what's fascinating to me. Could know? be lots of know. things. I mean, we don't know any, that's the thing. He's going to have to create the entire state of this ancient galaxy. I mean, I have to assume there's no formal network between planets. 
I mean, I, I would assume there is dro- there are droids in hyperspace travel, um, or else this gets real small real quick. Uh, but it, it yeah, could, maybe I not. Think. You know, it's gonna be like really, you know, it it could, but it could be a really cool thing where actually the tech is super advanced, and you know they don't use droids for everything yet. I think that comes later. I do wonder if the Jedi simply form because of a sort of galactic crisis or a, mm. a war in the stars, mm. if you will. And I know Luthen even alludes to the sort of like uh, the Rakatan invasion in Andor. It's like a throwaway line. Does he really mention that? Guy. Yeah, he does. Oh, right. It's like with some of the <laughs> And the I was armor. like, is that one of the deepest lore drops I've heard in a long time? Yeah. And it's just offhanded from, from Luthen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's about that skycriber. And I just do wonder if the Jedi simply form and help the kind of early Republic in whatever is this initial galactic crisis in which you'd need guardians, right? Or Yeah. And what if you feel this like, what if it's just they feel a pull towards um, a planet, right? Maybe yeah. Ilium or something. Like they just feel a pull, right? And that's where they, they, they meet up with each other, realizing they all have this Tython. Tython's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. One of widely yeah. The Jedi starter world. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think, I think they should, uh, yeah. you know, our characters should end up there. I don't think we're probably not going to hear the word Jedi in this movie. Right. <laughs> I, I think, I think, he t- I think Mangle talked about that, but yeah, I, I hope not. Please don't. But yeah. a part of me is just like, the is like, what if we call ourselves Jedi? Well, one of the guys name will be Jed and then it'll be like, I'm Jed too. Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. No. Jedi. Yeah. I think Tython also looks like Southern California in um the yes. Man- in Mandalorian. Yeah, really Conveniently, does. yeah, they have. Yeah, they they drove an hour they outside. Easily replicate uh, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right on, man. Um, all right, cool. I have a couple other random quick ones, please. I think one uh one is just that I was a little surprised. So generally with Disney Plus, they when a show premieres or a show ends more uh, officially, like a big new premiere ends, they kind of announce the next thing that's up. And I really was expecting to get a skeleton crew announcement, which we yeah. have not got. I was very kind of surprised by that because the last big thing was Echo. And the weird thing is the day Echo dropped, where they dropped all of it. So this does kind of mess with the announcement thing. That was the day, by the way, they dropped all of the Star Wars news, which felt real weird to me. Yeah. To be like, by the way, here's a new show. Oh, forget that. Here's Star Wars. Like, but really, like, weird that that happened on the same day from the same company. Um, they want to well, start we the New Year's on the the New Year on the right foot. You yeah. know, get the discourse the started. Things. Yeah, I'm excited, but it, it surprised me. I have yet to get. Like, we don't have any announcements of like of of the two of the big two, Marvel or or. Well, the new Wars, people are going to start talking about Doom Part Two and talk about you know other yeah. giant the Aliens. Uh, I think series coming up like like coming out. We have yeah. a lot of big sci-fi IP. The, the Alien movie, yeah, the Alien, Alien movie, movie's I mean, coming. Sorry, I mean, this, the, yeah. This, I don't want to get too in the weeds. Romulus? This, is that what it's called? Romulus, Romulus. I think you're right. Yeah, this is going to be this is going to be the year that stress tests stress tests stress tests. The box office because it's all sequels this year. It's all sequels. Mm-hmm. It's all IP. Which after last year, everyone's just like, uh, yeah. we'll see what's going to happen. Um, so the other news that I was going to say, which is a little more less insidery, more interesting, is that the sources who have been reporting on these last couple of things that seem to be pretty accurate before they happen also said that they are working on a what if version in the Star Wars oh. universe. 
because because what if has been pretty That's successful. Great. Yeah, they used to do those Star Wars Tales about that? Yeah. books. Yeah, Infinities, Star Wars, obviously. Uh, Infinities, Infinities yeah. Yep. You just so cool to see, you know, uh, you know, different directions on where the narrative could could go. Yeah. Um, especially when you look at the original trilogy and all the fun possibilities there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that'd be yeah. interesting. I mean, just, if they introduce yeah. them. Mortis characters or reintroduce them. Maybe it's their like they could make it like sort of their yeah of yeah exactly like maybe the father's just sort of like yeah. ruminating on possibilities and things. Um, yeah, I mean obviously yeah. I'd watch it. That you know there's or just the world yeah, between we, worlds, right? You could have someone looking into different. We, we used to do a regular yeah. sort of segment on Core World News where we would actually um, prefer some of these. Yeah. Um, what if scenarios what um, if, and and yeah. it's like it's funny because i think you know like one was just like what if padme lived and then like the like extrapolation from there is like insane <laughs> um, yeah it, yeah it went real dark real quick count dooku didn't fall yeah. to the dark side like you know there's yeah there's all these um really yeah. interesting you know what if what if qui-gon lived you know um there's it, it goes really fun it's a really fun thought experiment in star wars and they could do some really interesting yeah. things I'd love to see it. I'd lo- really love to see it. It's been uh, the I, the what if shows have been for me wonderful. I, it was my favorite comic growing up as yeah. a kid. Was the what ifs yeah. in Marvel. So the the, the all about new it. season two and the Tony's Tony Stark uh-huh. getting uh, stranded on Sakaar is just a great episode. Oh, it's so it's good. So yeah, yeah. Good. I forgot. Yeah, it's really good. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of comics, yep. uh, maybe we'll cover some more Star Wars comics next week. Perhaps. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, do we want to just do we want to finish up the dark droids? Do you want to skip that and do the? Oh, I thought we were going to catch up on the uh, the other uh, four um, runs there. Star yeah, Wars. yeah, the Star four Wars runs that do the dark Afra droids and Vader. Yeah, yeah, and do their their dark dro- dark that's, droid yeah, tie-in. Let's saying. do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Right, cool. Knock it off. Like knock it out. Uh, <laughs> whatever you know. What I mean, yeah, <laughs> perfect. Um, awesome. Then that is what we will cover next week. I'm looking forward to it. Of course, there's um, will probably be some more news, of course, because that stuff happens. Um, but either way, we're uh, grateful to be talking to you and looking forward to hanging out with you at the cantina next week on Cantina Chronicles.